Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, this is uh, End Times Friday. How are you doing today? Good morning. Doing great, actually. Yeah. How is, um, uh, I know you've been, you've, you've moved to this new studio. Tell us a little bit about why did you move and what's happening there? Because I know you got some oh, cool, yeah. cool stuff happening. <laughs> Lots going on there. But um, yeah, I did move to the new, to a new spot in our house anyway, new studio. Um, because my oldest son and his wife, you guys who have been following the podcast, know Josh and Emily, yep. they are officially moving to New Hampshire. He has taken a new position with Shaw that is a dream job for him. It's actually um, going to be selling in their turf side of things, which means he gets to call on all the coaches and sports fields and all of that, which also means he gets to go to a lot of games. Um, so I think he's really looking forward to this new territory, but most of all, um, we are looking forward to having them back and living close by us. Um, and so close for a little bit anyway, with the housing market as it is, um, they are moving into, we have a finished third floor, um, our attic space is finished. And so it's a bit of an apartment anyway, because we had set it up um, for our exchange students. Um, that we had lived with us over the years. And so we are just revamping it. That is where I had my studio though, when nobody was up there. And um, and so we're revamping it. We had turned it into a game room for a little bit. It's now turned into a little apartment for them where they're gonna get to stay while they figure out where exactly they want to be, what a good location is for his territory and um, hopefully watch the housing market correct a little bit as well. <laughs> So good. exciting stuff. That's all going on at the same time that we are madly packing up Anna and getting her ready. Um, you know, when we're taping this, it is about a week and a half, not even a week and a half until we move her into the dorm. Mm. So exciting times, yeah. Yeah. Um, emotional times for sure, <laughs> but exciting times. Yeah. Well, it's uh, going to be a fun uh, experience. We, uh, uh, just be praying for that for you. Um, we've talked about um, the last, uh, we've been in this little mini series, uh, as we talked about at the end times, about the beast. Uh, and uh, Daniel describes it, Revelation describes it. Um, we know that there's players in mm -hmm. the whole process. Uh, the beast is created by the harlot. Um, and the beast isn't really known fully until the beginning of the tribulation. And it's, it's one world government and one mm -hmm. economic system. And the world- and That is the beast. That is the beast. Oh, yes. uh, that starts to be the system. And we talked last time about uh, the rise of the Antichrist and uh, the false prophet, which we'll get into a little bit more today, that um, the, the beast, becomes synonymous, the Antichrist becomes synonymous with the beast 
because it then becomes about him. Right, but and that's really about mid-trib that they that the the two merge together. The, yeah, as the, they're as they're heading that direction, somewhere, somewhere in that process, um, he it says he has a voice. I believe that he actually starts persecuting the the believers, not fully yet, uh, even in place. Because remember last time it said there were seven, and mm-hmm. he he he, but he had the voice, and he was the one persecuting. So he's mm-hmm. moving into that place, right. and when when we see that individual persecuting the remnant, we know okay, there's there's the antichrist. The rest of the mm. world won't call him that, and they won't see him that, but that's what it is. So, but we'll know the indicators. The prophecy says that is who it will be. Right. So uh, the beast is the system, uh, one world government, and um, the harlot are the forces, the groups behind it, mm-hmm. who are working the game, so to speak, to get it ready. And um, there are there are uh, now known um, uh, societies and peoples who are openly, it used mm-hmm. to be pretty secret, uh, right. like the Rothschilds, you know, ever since really the 1800s, they've been working to gain control of the, uh, the central banks, which they've, which they've gained. Which they have, yes. Um, and uh, for the purpose of, of one world government, and they, they knew it was economic, and they weren't doing it by uh, power uh, in terms of uh, military power. They were doing it by economic power and mm-hmm. gaining control of the economic power. And then there's Skull and Bones out of Yale, uh, one world government. There's uh, Council for Foreign Relations, one world government, George Soros, who's a, a billion, you know, multi-billionaire that is funding a lot of this. Um, and then the World Economic Forum mm-hmm. has really stepped to the front of this. So that's kind right. of the... And pulled uh, in leaders from everywhere. From everywhere. So that's where you're seeing it really culminate. Yeah, and they are now, in a sense, they're the face of mm-hmm. the movement uh, because now it's, it's being referred in what's happening it's what WEF said or WF did, mm. um, and these other groups are not front and center like WF has taken front and center with a stated goal of right. one world government. Okay, something just came out uh, this just a few days ago. Um, the WEF published their uh, uh, goal of the world economic, what they call ecosystem, Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that uh, they said they want to become efficient and uh, you know, move away from environmental harm, which is a great cover, by the way. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And they, to digitize the entire world. So they, they, this is what they just came out. Just, it, just, it just came out. Uh, uh, a, what they call a global circular economy. And so think of... In their mind, it's everything is connected, and it's a circle, not a bunch of independent vectors. It's all okay. it's all tied together, and everything ties together. Uh, by the mm-hmm. way, through a one world government, and it says a, a global circular economy produces no waste, um, and we can become highly efficient if we can if we can run it that way instead of U.S. system, European system, Chinese mm-hmm. system. Uh, they're not together and they produce a lot of waste, so we're going to get it together. Secondly, uh, uh, it mm. is necessary in order to have a, a, a truly global circular economy uh, for every organization and business to become fully digital. 
Hmm. So we have to move away from any uh, form of manual process, and everything has to be tied together digitally, which will, by the Mm -hmm. way, implies banking, for example. Right. uh, And even the coin or the currency. I was going to say, that definitely implies one world currency, right? Yeah, it will not be paper anymore. It'll be, or individual currencies, it'll Mm -hmm. be digital currency. Um, And then it says, um, if we do this, we'll have a complete uh, ability to manage supply chain uh, and Mm -hmm. minimize environmental harm and everybody's profits and competitiveness will improve if you join it. Um, And so Mm. think about what COVID did uh, and still the supply chain has been disrupted. Right. Uh, And it's hard to get things. And so they're using that, yeah. And see, it's interesting. To propel this forward, One one thing that's been interesting to me is, uh, let's take automobiles, for example. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know it has to do with, uh, you know, parts and electronic parts, but they've they've been able to see this now for quite a while. What surprises me is literally nobody, no automobile company has stepped up to the point of actually supplying new cars at a, at a rate that would be typical. So they, they come mm-hmm. into dealers, you know, three, four, five, six a month. That's it. Um, right. I was going to say, it's still very much a shortage. It's a shortage. Terms, and buying a used car is crazy right Yeah. Now. And so I think there's a purposeful movement to cause that struggle mm-hmm. so that then, well, look, if you do it this way, we'll mm-hmm. be able to get back to normal which is the right. motiv- motivation to get to do this way. So the digita- right. digitization of it um, is really the primary thing. Okay, uh, now, uh, and, they, and they're working on it, and they, and they said, we're going we're gonna to digitize uh, everybody's businesses now throughout the world. That's their goal. Okay, um, yesterday, um, and this is coming right behind that statement, uh, Canada, Canada, uh, and the uh, WEF mm-hmm. uh, bring a digital ID system for everybody in Canada to operate really? and travel. Uh, and, uh, and they said that uh, uh, Klaus Schraub, who's the head of WEF, mm-hmm. uh, made a statement. Uh, we're very proud of Canada taking the lead to digitize this aspect of it. Um, and so... Uh, and let me just tell so what you. What does this mean? What's that going to look like for, you know, just from a practical standpoint, what does that look like in Canada? What are they proposing? Well, they're proposing that um, uh, a digital ID. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it means okay. is that um, if you travel, and this would be uh, credit cards for gas, mm-hmm. it'll be uh, being able to get on an airplane. It'll right. be going through toll booths and to, through customs. Um, that every time that you exercise this, in order to be able to buy, which we're going mm-hmm. to talk about today, uh, you have to have this digital ID to be able to do it. And if you don't have it, you can't travel. You can't buy gas. You can't go to hotels. Um, and so they're doing it at the very base level of uh, you know having this digital ID system, which then will track you. By the way, right? Uh, I was going to say then they would have tracking of everywhere and everything uh, you able, do and everything able, you buy. They'll be able to have it, and that um, 
uh, you know, in uh, 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 China, uh, uh, it says that um, China has created databases uh, so that the addresses, family members, birth control, religious affiliations, hotel, flight, train records, biometrics, facial recognition, mm-hmm. to be able to, you could, you could have cameras that be able to track you because they can tie that facial recognition because you're, you're going to have to have a facial ID right. and part of your digitation. And they'll be able to observe you by cameras. Right. Well, and isn't Amazon? Didn't you send me an article about Amazon um, expanding their their checkout process, where you just wave your hand and it actually yeah. um, goes off your fingerprints, Go, goes that off sort your, of off thing, your, 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 to your, check your, out your, instead your, of having deal, to. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, uh, but um, they're digitizing the ability now, so that um, I believe that that is a testing. Uh, putting in place uh, an element of what ultimately it's going to look like, mm-hmm. which is a uh, what we call the mark of the beast of uh, the the ability of a through a digital system, which I believe again, mm-hmm. remember John says it was on their forehead and on their wrist. I think it's related to a you know a, a cell phone that you put up to somebody's face or you go up into, you know, and you, you have to do identification kind of like what you do. I don't know if you have on your computer, uh, even if on your iPhone, if you want to open up your iPhone, it does it by facial recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what it is. And, you know, John saw it at the forehead and said, I guess the market's on their forehead um, hmm. and it's on their wrist. And so I think that, you know, with, with uh, uh, the, the uh, watch, electronic watch is that, you know, well, you put it up to the thing, and you you're identified. Uh, hmm. So I think I think that's the mark of the beast. So it's really interesting, you know, as we're right in the middle of talking about this, that there's actual statements, ac- actions, projects that are actually in place right now to do this very thing. Right. Uh, so now we can say, huh, uh, interesting, that it's not in a sense, it's not hypothetical anymore uh it's actually getting set up and so the question is is this pushing closer to the time Mm -hmm. that this happens or or is it still a ways off which it could be but we can now physically see it as opposed to as the technology and the policies are coming into place that support all of this yeah Um, and so last time we talked about the beast and then the rise of the antichrist uh, go to uh, Revelation uh, 13, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the players here. So read 11 through 18, 13, 11 sure. through 18. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he is granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast and that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, 
and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Okay. Um, so um, uh, he says, uh, now remember at this point, um, he's now associating the beast the one world government and the process now with an individual mm -hmm. um, who is a, a person. And he says, um, uh, remember when he says beast, he's talking about uh, a force or a power that's against the work of God. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we, we have a tendency to kind of lump it all together and because and, he described it as, you know, a bear and a lion and a leopard. And uh, so we consider those to be beast uh, identifiable, but it's more of what's really behind it that instead of it being of God, it's it's against God. And that's why it's called the beast Okay, uh, is uh, it's something that is trying to gain power and control against the work of God, against God himself and the people of God. So he says, I saw another beast come up and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. Uh, well, John uses lamb, um, uh, you know, visualization to represent who? And he's been so far throughout scripture in, in Revelation, whenever he talks about the lamb, who's he talking about? Normally the lamb is about Jesus. Jesus, uh, okay, so Christian Jesus, uh, the mm -hmm. life of, of a believer, um, and he said, I saw somebody that looked like the lamb. Mm -hmm. um, he appears as the lamb. So um, he is somebody who the world would consider to be Christian. Mm. Uh, and he represents in statements, probably even that he would be a follower of God or a follower of Christ. I'm, I'm a Christian. Um, mm -hmm. Yet... Um, he looked like a lamb, but he spoke like who? In verse, like a dragon. Like a dragon. The dragon is yeah. Satan. Satan, right. So that he's saying, he's, in essence, he's deceitful. Mm -hmm. He looks like a lamb, but he's not the lamb. Because he's mm. not talking like a lamb. He's not talking the purity of, of God. He's talking uh, deceit. Uh, mm. And appears like an angel of light, but he's really deceitful. Um, uh, and he says that he exercises the authority of the, the primary beast, the system, and now the Antichrist. And he says he causes uh, those that are on earth uh, to worship the first beast because he has been apparently dead and resurrected, looks mm -hmm. like it. And so uh, basically he's supporting him as, as God and he's giving credence to, yes, he is God. Mm -hmm. um, uh, now he's not saying, by the way, he's not saying he's uh, Christ, and he even doesn't say he's the Lamb. He just says he's to be worshipped because he oh, is, he is God. Um, so he kind of mm -hmm. goes to morphing, and the Christian community uh, of the world pretty much accepts that uh, as because they don't really focus on. Well, wait a minute. How can we worship him if we're already mm -hmm. called to worship Christ? Because Christ said, don't worship anything else but me. Right. Uh, so you would think 
there would be this, well, I can't, I can't do that because I'm not supposed to worship anybody but Jesus. And you're not even telling me it's Jesus. It's just worship this, this guy because mm-hmm. he is God. Well, they willingly do it. Uh, and then, so here's a question. So then non-believers, they will, they decide to worship this after they haven't worshiped God this whole time. Right, right. Yeah, so, um, But they, for uh, whatever reason, now, now, step now, into this. And, and tie this together, because that's a great question. Um, why would they do that? Because they're not, they're not even bent toward worshiping anything. Right. Uh, so really, maybe they are more in, this is where the privileges, where my comfort, my security, my safety is going to come from. So if that's what I have to do, I'll do it. Yeah. So that... Uh, but not necessarily a hard allegiance. As a believer, we're, we're often spoken of, of, you know, by the scripture is um, you are worshiping idols Mm-hmm. Now we're believers, and we we would say we're worshiping God. When when are we considered? Yeah, but actually, you're worshiping idols. Whenever we put anything okay. ahead of Him. So anything else? You know. See anything else? So uh, we got to be careful here of the word worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean, you know, that um, mm. um, I I completely am sold out to that. It's that um, I consider that to be the most important thing you in my, in my life, and I put it yeah. first. And so, uh, yes, that's mm. the system. The system is beneficial to me. Sure, I worship, and and the fact that he looks like he died and, and was resurrected looks like he has power. And sure, I'll I'll worship that because uh, it's mm-hmm. convenient for me to worship that. Um, there's right. no there's no reason not to. Um, and then he says um, that. Uh, he performs great signs, come, makes fire come down from heaven uh, in the sight of all men. That'll be on TV. Uh, mm-hmm. Deceives those who dwell on the earth by signs that he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. Uh, uh, and he says, let's make an image of the beast. So the person um, now has a literally an image. And likely because of the electronics, it's a, uh, you could look at it as a hologram. Uh, it's something that is visible and the image would be available so that literally if you turn on your computer, which mm. everybody will be doing, or your iPhone or your, or your uh, you know, cell phone, the image of, of the beast will come up um, mm. and you'll see it electronically uh, and I'll be worshiping it and uh, it'll appear to speak um, and be able to talk even though it's not it's not that person and again we have that technology there's actually um, a couple of great examples we have is is one is i don't know if you've watched star wars movies at all um i uh, have but i'm not super literate at it i can yeah. sometimes fall asleep well um during uh, all movies carrie carrie fisher <laughs> carrie fisher was uh, a part of the ninth movie what they call now the ninth movie when they were filming it, but she died. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I rem- I did see this. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, and so what they did is they took imagery of her mm-hmm. and put it into the movie. It wasn't actually her because she was dead. Mm-hmm. So they weren't f- filming here her. They're filming an image of her as if she was alive. And so you right. and, and, it, and you can if you look at it real close, you can kind of tell a little bit of the difference. It wasn't right. per- it wasn't perfect, but it was pretty good. 
and the average person but incredible you know, technology is there technology yeah. is i can create that image interesting enough i can take even the speech that i've recorded mm-hmm. and now tie things together so her voice and she she wasn't speaking those lines because she was dead mm-hmm. but they put took words that she had spoken over time and being able to create the language you know for mm-hmm. it so so it appeared like uh, they could do it so um the uh, false prophet, what's called the false prophet, is promoting the aspect of uh, worship the beast, and the beast can talk and say things, even though it's really not him, because it's an image of hmm. him, um, and everybody you know recognizes it. And he says, um, as many as don't worship the beast, uh, they're hmm. killed. They can be killed. Mm-hmm. So the, again, who's not going to worship the beast? The remnant. The remnant. Uh, so it doesn't say everybody, but there will be people who said, I, I'm not doing that. Right. Um, and they're going to wind up, you know, getting getting killed. And, and, of course, you know, we'll have to talk about that. Uh, but he says he causes all throughout the world to receive the mark on the right hand of their forehead. Remember, that's what we talked mm-hmm. about is is John's observing that. So it looks like it's on their forehead or in their on their wrist. Um so he said that that must be where the mark is because he can see mm-hmm. that that happens. And that in verse 17, what? No one can buy or sell unless you have the mark of the beast. Right. Um, and that's the economic system we just talked about that they've just set up in Canada. Mm-hmm. That unless you have that mark, you can't travel. You can't buy things. Right. Uh, that's the way the system looks and, and operates. And this is why there are, you know, a number of Christians who are preparing in terms of community. You know, who do I have around me? And just already thinking forward to there may come a time in our lifetime that we need to be able to function as an economic unit aside from what the rest of the world is doing. Right. And setting up that network already. Right. So that um, as you look at the player that. Uh, you know, the Antichrist gets into power. Along comes the false prophet mm-hmm. who appears to be Christian. Um, doesn't, doesn't interesting enough, doesn't promote, you know, pure Christianity mm-hmm. and has morphed it into something else. But they're speaking it from a, I'm a believer and this is right. good. And an influential one. Influential. So, I mean, that's someone who has... A pretty good sphere of influence yeah, um, through big, the world, not just locally, but through the world right, that would right. be recognized. Uh, yeah. And somebody that is recognizable that says, yeah, this is this is right. This is good. Mm-hmm. This is. And and again, um, as we uh, finish this sec- segment right now is um, as a Christian, why would you ever buy that? What what would what has happened to you that you would ever buy that and say, I guess well, if you're not. If you're not walking with God and listening to him, it's easy to fall into deceit and certainly easy to fall under the idols of comfort and convenience and security and provision and and just assuming I have to go along with a system to do that living on earth. Yeah, and what have you, you know? see, what have you not learned to do? And that is to uh, be driven and led by the, the mm-hmm. truth of the word. Right. Uh, and I've lost that element of it. And so right. it really comes back to abiding. Yeah. And so there's yeah. no standard for uh, understanding truth. And now mm-hmm. whoever speaks this out says it is truth, but I don't know that it's not truth. See, 
Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because I'm not a I'm not a great follower of the scriptures, even believing right. that the scriptures even true all by itself. And we're seeing that culturally, you know, mm-hmm. like like you know, for example, uh, gay marriage is being sanctioned by by church leaders mm-hmm. because God is love, and that. But it's complete opposite of what the scriptures say. Right. Uh, and again, you know, Christ goes into how to deal with that because there is still love and and how he values people but he doesn't sanction certain things that that aren't so right uh and always says let let us lead us leads us to truth so uh this will be uh an interesting thing as we process this further about uh the mark of the beast and the implication of the mark of the beast but now there's a big player alongside of the antichrist and it's called the false prophet Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to, you know, understand all that. So we'll we'll pick that up again next time. But interesting enough, uh, what we just read and understood this this week mm-hmm. is that mark is literally being put in place um, in That's a in a certain way. Right? So it's really it's really yeah. interesting so, stuff. Yeah, certainly being set up with yep. the technology and just the requirements that are coming in. Yeah. So. So we'll, Very uh, interesting. We'll, so we'll thanks for sharing all of that. I I love hearing you do a deeper dive into this than I often do. And so it's great to just have that wisdom. And I appreciate I know our audience appreciates it as well. So yep. thank you for joining us, everyone. If um, you have any questions this raises, send them into if it's into us at questions at afjministry.com. And let's get them on here. All right. Meanwhile, have a fantastic weekend and we'll see you Monday. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.